You are listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgeon. Well, before it gets too late into the month of January... I wanted to make sure that we do a podcast on the hottest incoming trends in plastic surgery for 2024. But just as exciting, if not more, is what are the outgoing trends? What things are not going to be popular in plastic surgery for 2024? So let's start with that. These are the outgoing trends in 2024. Number one, over-plumped lips. That is not going to be the thing that you're going to really see most, I would say, social media type people, celebrities going after. It's just not going to be in 2024. Number two, the frozen expressionless face. And one of the reasons for that is that as we are now approaching 30 years of using Botox and neuromodulators, we know how to do this in a really elegant fashion so that we don't have to just make you look completely frozen. We can actually use these products like Botox and some of the newer ones that are out there to craft a look that's much more natural and it's something that I believe you're going to start to see more and more people going with. You may even have a difficult time knowing that they got Botox. Number three, the extreme pulled facelifts, especially the ones that have these taglines associated with them, such as the cat eye facelift or the ponytail facelift. Both of those trends are out because what's happening is, although it may give you this snatched kind of a look that people thought would be a great idea, it doesn't look good as you begin to age a little bit, number one. And number two, once that trend is gone and you're stuck with a surgery that makes you look like a trend that's outdated, it's very difficult to reverse that. Just as a A side note, uh, we have had a few patients that went out to California and in the Beverly Hills area, and they did have one of these ponytail-type lifts. And when they came back to this area after living with it for a good, I'd say, six weeks to three months, they showed up here and they tried to have me reverse it. And we did a decent job. But to be very honest, it's not an easy thing to just magically undo a surgical procedure like that. So just keep those things in mind. But again, they're going outdated. Number four, facial fillers that are the only answer to your problem. And I just want to make sure I'm explaining what that is. For a lot of you, using a facial filler to make loose skin tighter 
or to use a facial filler in order to make all the wrinkles go away, you can end up with a head that looks like a pumpkin. And I'm sure you've seen friends of yours or people on TV that you went, what is going on with that? And occasionally, that could be one of the reasons why they look so odd is because they were using just one modality, which was the facial filler, to give them a tighter, filled-out look. But the problem is the amount of product that was necessary to get that tighter skin or get rid of all the wrinkles ended up giving you too big of a head. So it's another thing to keep in mind. And the fifth one is, as a general concept, bigger is better concept is now out. Bigger breast implants are out. A bigger butt lift is out. So when we talk about Brazilian butt lifts, we're still doing them, but it's more for shape and to get rid of some cellulite and possibly create a more lifted look to the butt, not to get it to be gigantic any longer. And the same thing with breast implants. Breast implants are now much more refined and the gel in the silicone gel implants that are now the real gummy bear breast implants are also made so that you could have all different sizes, shapes, everything that we need to talk about. But again, it can be done in such a way that you're not losing any superior pole fullness, but still keeping the size a normal looking size. Okay. So those were the top five of the outgoing. Are you ready? Here we go. These are the upticking trends. These are the trends that are going to be what you read about and see for 2024. Number one, the minimally invasive procedures are going now to become even more popular than surgical type procedures. And the reason for this is because there's less downtime and we can now start doing earlier intervention so that instead of just showing up when you're 70 and saying you're going to need to have some sort of a surgery, all of these minimally invasive treatments that all of you know about can now be layered on each other and they can be started at a much younger age so that the cumulative effect is what we're really looking at. And there's so much work, so much studies that are being done at showing how using combination treatments, not only on the face, we're also talking about the body, can give you these unbelievable results without having to have major surgeries. So I think that's something to really look out for. And when I'm talking about combination treatments, I'm talking about combining heated energy, fillers, Botox, um, and even if there are small surgical type things that we could do, it's all going to be under the guise of being a minimally invasive procedure. All right, number two, naturally looking everything. The natural look for everything is going to be more and more talked about in all walks of plastic surgery. Rhinoplasties. 
maintaining ethnic sensitivity for not just facelifts and things, but when we talk about rhinoplasties, we're talking about more attention to the cultural and ethnic considerations. We're trying to enhance more natural features without really erasing the cultural identity of who you are. And again, rhinoplasty lends itself ideally to talk about with that, but we also have to take that into account when we're talking about hair transplants, when we're talking about facelifts, when we're talking about uh, body contouring procedures. A lot of things do tend to have a more cultural basis to them and maintaining that and keeping that intact is definitely, as we're getting more and more refined in all the things plastic surgery, we're now able to do that without having to give everybody the same cookie cutter, let's say rhinoplasty. So keep that in mind. Number three, liposuction with smaller and finer instrumentation. Here's why. I'm sure all of you have heard about Ozempic and all those drugs that are in that Ozempic type family. Well, that's going to be coming more and more and more popular in all walks of life. And it's just something that's here to stay now. And as a plastic surgeon, I'm seeing more and more patients that have been on Ozempic or staying on Ozempic or just got something like Wagovi or Manjuro or something like that to help them lose some weight. Here's the issue. After you've lost the amount of weight that you wanted to, let's say, you're still going to have potentially some pockets of fat that have not been, let's say for the best way to say it, reduced because you're just losing overall weight. It's not being a specific weight loss in a specific area like liposuctioning could do or like cool sculpting could do. So what we're seeing is wonderful results from Ozempic type things. It's great for the, a lot of you that are on it. However, you still may have these love handles that are there. So that's why I'm saying the new trend in liposuctioning is going to be using finer instrumentation and going after finer pockets to help refine what you may have been doing with some of these Ozempic type medicines. Okay. And number four, skin tightening procedures that are now becoming more elegant. And the reason why this is also going to be more and more popular is because, like I was saying before with the outgoing trends, overfilling is out. So if you're trying to use the fillers to help fill out loose skin, that's going to be an out of date way of doing it. Now, using heated energy or some energy-based systems to try to get that skin to shrink up and tighten is going to be a very, very useful thing. And it can still be combined with surgical type threads. When we're talking about thread lifts, we can still use all the different kinds of fillers. It's just that instead of going overboard with the fillers, we're now going to be able to use heated modalities to help shrink 
the skin. We're actually trying to shrink that package of excess skin. And then we can use some fillers or fat or something like that to build up certain areas. But again, utilizing that heated energy or that skin tightening procedure as the initial goal in the beginning. Number five, and this is a big category, and we're going to have a whole podcast to just talk about this, but it's number five is regenerative medicine and regenerative treatments. I'm telling you that I've been on multiple, multiple webinars and multiple, multiple uh, consultative type of discussions with big pharmaceutical companies and big companies that are now using the word regenerative medicine and regenerative treatments in many of the things we do. And to just give you an overall concept, you may have heard about PRP, about exosomes, about stem cells. Well, be prepared because all of those things I just mentioned are now going to be in products that you're going to be able to use on a daily basis as home treatments. And they could be supercharged by things that we're going to be doing in the office setting. And this has ramifications for breasts, for hair, for face, for everything. So keep your eyes open and your ears open to everything that's coming down the pike when, we're, when you hear the word regenerative treatments or exosomes or stem cells or PRP. We're going to have a lot of different options here, especially here at Davis Cosmetic Plastic Surgery because we're very involved right now with a few of the companies. One of them is called Rion, R-I-O-N. If you look it up, you'll see the fantastic things that they're doing. It's a company that literally is out of the Mayo Clinic and they have products called Plated. And now they're going to have products for hair that are from the same company that's going to help you start to grow your hair better. So it's a really fascinating thing. And for people that have already gone through sessions of PRP and things like that, this is going to be a way of supercharging some of those treatments. So we're using your own blood products as well as other ones that have been cultured in such a way to be able to supercharge your own body's ability to like grow things and to make things healthier, like your skin, like your hair, like your scalp, etc. So there you have it. Those are the outgoing and the incoming trends for 2024. If you have any questions about any of those things, never hesitate to call us at Davis Cosmetic Plastic Surgery. But I will be with you again next week to talk about more stuff that we're doing that are that's very exciting for the upcoming year. You've been listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution, and I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.